Mark Cowden, joining us as he does every Monday at 1130. And Mark, we finally got the tournament brackets set. They're all locked in stone. They're written in stone there on the NPA website. So from your perspective, let's break down some brackets here. Let's start maybe girls basketball, Class D. Any teams in your coverage area particularly excited to see there in the tournament? Uh, did you say Class D? Yeah, let's go start with D, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Class D girls. Uh, Southern Arusta comes in as the favorite. Uh, they, uh, a powerhouse. Uh, they did lose a couple games during the regular season, which was a little bit of a surprise. But um, they're, they're the favorite, but uh, Wilson's going to be a team to be working with. Uh, they have a sophomore, Emily Curtis, who's a tough matchup for anybody. Um, she kind of showed that last year in the tournament as a freshman. And uh, she, uh, as I said, presents a tough matchup. Um, they're going to have to hit some shots from the other side to get her um, some looks inside. So that could be a tough matchup for Southern Rooster. And also there's a Skank from East Illinois. Uh, they had a tough uh, Class D schedule, so they could be a, they could be tough uh, uh, next week. Excellent. And so that'll be at Cross Insurance Center, those games, right, at least for? Yeah, yeah, yeah Class B, C, and D. Uh, the Cross Insurance Center and the uh, C and D states will be at the Cross Insurance Center also. All right, let's take a look at uh, boys basketball Class D. Who's standing out for you? Uh, definitely Woodland. Uh, yeah. I think they're the, they're the clear favorite there, Class Class D boys. Um, they they knocked off Jones Field twice in the regular season. Uh, um, I, I it would be a surprise to me if they lost uh, lost, but uh, of course anything can happen in a one game situation. Uh, Greater Holton Christians also a team to watch there in Class D along with uh, Jones Field. Gotcha. So yeah, Woodland there at the top of the bracket. What makes them so good that you've seen? Uh, Woodland, uh, they got they got a lot of lot of players back from a team that won last year. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, Drew Haywood, uh, he's a he's dynamic. He's um, I don't know if you saw my thing last week. Uh, he uh, went over a thousand points in basketball. Hermes goal scorer in soccer. He's uh, one of the better athletes around. Uh, we don't know. Uh, he's one a rare athlete that's actually done that. Because mm. goals in soccer and a thousand points in basketball. Uh, they were trying to look it up last week, but uh, we haven't really found many that have done that. Interesting. And then how about let's go to Class C girls side of things. I see Central Aristic is. The top seed in one of the brackets, so they, they're they're the top seed in both uh, girls and boys. Uh, yeah, I, I I think uh, you know they're the top seed, so you have to give them credit for that. I, I think uh, I think Dexter comes in as a favor there in class mm. two, uh, girls. Uh, they're the number two two seed, and uh, I think uh, it could be an interesting semifinal matchup. Though if they have to go up against uh, Callis, uh, Callis comes in as a sixteen with only one loss. Uh, obviously, they have to win a prelim game uh, against the top central team, and then if they win that, they have to play. Um, probably Madawaska in the, in the quarterfinals, but it, it could be an interesting semifinal with Callis and uh, Dexter if that happens. And uh, also Penobscot Valley uh, and Aragueguas, if they both win their prelim game, um, which won't be easy, but if they both win their prelim games, that could be an interesting quarterfinal game too. Interesting, yeah, because we've been talking about how like being the top seed in girls basketball hasn't necessarily meant a state title in recent years, and so a dark horse maybe like Callis as a sixth seed could emerge, couldn't they? They could. They're seventeen and one. Yeah. Um, also, it also narrowed. You know, yeah, we're going to a dark horse, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, right. Dark horse out of there, seventeen <laughs> and one. But uh, yeah, Cal's and Eric Lakers is a five seed. They're also seventeen and one. Those teams, their only losses were to, to each other. Oh wow. So so and uh, Cal's had a couple girls sick that last game of the year. The game they lost to Eric Lakers. So um, really, they were that close to being undefeated. Both those teams were. So um, yeah, they come in as sixty, but um, you know, coming into the year, Dexter and Cal's were the were the two favorites. So, uh, um, you know, and as I said, they could meet the semifinals. So, yeah, it would be a surprise um, if, you know, I, I, would, I shouldn't say that. It wouldn't be that much of a surprise if they won. But, yeah, coming from a sixth seed, uh, 
you know, could be uh, could be something that happens there. Excellent. So watch out for that. How about the boys' side in Class C? Um, again, Central Roosters is top right. Seat, but uh, but I, I think Matt uh, Matt Cook, uh, Holton, and George Stevens all I, I would consider them the three favorites, and don't look past the Scott Valley there in Class C boys. Uh, very tough. Uh, they they uh, split with Matt Cook, and uh, you know, so that's going to be a kind of open tournament. You can't look past Central Roosters either. They're kind of top seed, but. Uh, a lot of those, uh, you know, the girls and boys, they deserve the top seat, but a lot of the heel points they got are from, uh, you know, Class D teams that got a lot of wins. Not, not taking anything away from them, but, um, you know, Matt Knocker, George Stevens, and uh, Holton definitely played a, played a little bit of a tougher schedule. Gotcha. Okay, so that's Class C. How about Class B girls? Class B girls, the most wide-open tournament there is. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, I, would say, I would say there's about seven teams, and it wouldn't be a surprise to anybody if they won uh, – Top seeds MDI, Holton's uh, number two, uh, Waterville's undefeated at three, and then you got Old Town, and then you got a bunch of teams playing in the uh, playing in the prelims that uh, wouldn't be a surprise if they won if they won either. Uh, but uh, Winslow Old Town's going to be interested in uh, uh, quarterfinal game this Saturday at the Cross Center. That's mm. at one thirty. That should be good. I wouldn't be surprised if either one of those teams went all the way. And then uh, got teams playing in the. Uh, uh, Prelims this week. Uh, Ellsworth, Presque Isle, uh, you know, Oceanside. Uh, all those teams, uh, you know, can beat anybody. You know, you know and Presque Isle is on a streak of, uh, I believe, 10 straight seasons where they made the semifinals. So, wow. Um, you, you know, so, and they're a seven seed, and uh, the experienced coaching staff and program there wouldn't be a surprise to anybody if they, um, you know, won their prelim game and then went on to uh, win a game at the uh, Cross Center also. I'm sure they'll be bringing a bunch of fans down from Presque Isle, right? That's what we've seen. They, yeah. they they certainly will. They always do. And, uh, you know, and again, the, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be very interesting there. So, I mean, again, they, they played a tough Orno team uh, tomorrow night in a prelim game. But, uh, you know, they've got the experience. And, again, 10 straight years in the semifinals for them. So, Herman needs to be on upset alert is what you're saying, <laughs> no matter who they play. <laughs> yeah, well, that's girls. And, yeah, right. Herman, Herman does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Number two, uh, they, they would play the winner of that uh, Prescott-Orno game. So, um, yeah, that, that's 9 o'clock Saturday morning, so that's going to start off with a, that long day Saturday is going to start off with a bang with, uh, you know, Prescott-Orno winner playing against uh, Herman. Absolutely. All right. How about boys' class B? Well, uh, Herman's, Herman's the uh, clear favorite here. Sure. Uh, but, but that doesn't mean they can't be beat. They had some tough games in the uh, in the season. Uh, Oceanside was their toughest. They went to triple overtime with them, and uh, – Oceanside MDI, uh, MDI, Oceanside MCI play Saturday morning in the Cross Center, and uh, you know if, if they, they both win and Herman wins their quarterfinal game, that will set up a semifinal, you know, semifinal match between Herman and the winner of that Oceanside MCI game, which uh, could be very interesting. MCI is very good too, and that, so that should be very, a very interesting game on Saturday morning there. Excellent. Moving right around to girls basketball, Class A. Class A, Scott Hegan, uh, is the favorite. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Hamden, they got Bailey Donovan, so she presents some matchup problems. But um, really, it's going to be a surprise to everybody up here if, uh, if Scott Hegan doesn't represent uh, Class A. No. Yeah, it seems like Scott Hegan and Greeley are on a collision course. We'll see if that pans out, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then boys basketball, Class A. Uh, Coney's the top seed, but I yep. think, uh, you know, it wouldn't be any surprise to anybody if uh, Coney and Hamden are meeting for the, uh, for the regional final. Uh, I think... Uh, Hamden still looked at as a top top dog around here, and uh, you know they kind of proved it when they took care of Mount Blue last week uh, handling. And then Class A's in Augusta this year, right? It looks like Class A's in Augusta. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then you have the double A coverage. Uh, I mean, I, we're covering a bunch well, of Oxford Hills games ourselves, but 
Yeah, yeah, um, not a lot, but we got obviously we got Bangor up here, and uh, sure. you know they uh, lost Edward Little again last week, but they still get the top top seed, and uh, no, I, I think that uh, Oxford Hills uh, they beat Bangor, and uh, they uh, their defense I think could present a problem Oxford Hills, but uh, obviously Edward Little and uh, Bangor are the top two teams there, and uh, I know Bangor girls go in as the number three seed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, Mark, of all the games you'll be covering this upcoming tournament, what's the what's the matchup you're most excited for? That maybe in the quarterfinals and then a potential future matchup as well. <laughs> well, we're gonna start it off with uh, um, MDI boys play, and uh, the first game of the tournament Friday at five. Okay, and they're gonna play the winner of Ellsworth. Uh, they're gonna play the winner of Ellsworth Winslow on uh, and. If that, you know, obviously if that's MDI Ellsworth, that's going to start it off, you know, a packed house uh, first game of the tournament because that's quite a rivalry. And, uh, you know, it, it, that could really set up things, uh, you know, start things off very interesting there at, at the cross center if it's MDI Ellsworth. But, of course, Ellsworth has a tough Winslow team before they get there. But, um, you know, MDI brings their band. They're, they're the best, they have the best band in the tournament, and uh, they have uh, quite a crowd support. So, um, you know, that, that could be uh, – that could be interesting there on uh, was uh, the Friday night. Yeah, as you said, as you said, five o'clock Friday there at the Cross Insurance Center, the three seed MDI versus the winner of Ellsworth and Winslow. So people should definitely be uh, looked uh, camp uh, waiting, uh, looking forward to that one, I should say. So you're going to be camped out at the Cross Insurance Center. It sounds like right. That's going to be your home for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I guess get there Friday and leave a week from Saturday, no doubt. Excellent. Um, and also, I do want to mention before yeah. we uh, head out. Sure. Um, t- today, uh, um, uh, Zach White and I are going to be broadcasting a, a unified game from Fox Drop Academy. So I, I you know, hope any people can tune in. We're, we're looking forward to that. Oh, awesome! So can that link be found at EasternMainSports.com? The link to broadcast it. Or? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I will find it on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put the link. Link will be on the website. But uh, yeah, definitely on, on the Facebook page, and uh, we broadcasting that uh, this afternoon at three thirty. So looking forward to that. Excellent. So, yeah, Unified Basketball. I know I did a state title game last year at Unified it was at, at Thomas College. It was a really great experience. So I'm glad you guys are doing that. That will be great. So Yeah, we're, we're, we're really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, kind of going to do it uh, uh, different than a regular broadcast. Because Zach's going to be on the floor kind of doing some interviews. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, so, so we're, we're – uh, we're looking forward to that this afternoon. Excellent. So uh, he is Mark Cowden. Follow him on Twitter, M-A-R-C, Cowden. And, of course, follow Eastern Maine Sports on Twitter, Eastern M-E Sports. Mark, I know you're out and about. you got to run. But thank you so much, as always, for joining us here on the B-List. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Probably we won't talk to you next week because we'll be at the tournament. But today, <laughs> talk to you hey, then. Hey, take care. Sounds good. Mark Cowden on the B-List on the new 105.5 Sports.